ready, folks. You know what happens, right? I close, you get a car cast. It's better than Oprah giving you that car. Remember what I said, Oprah gives you the car, you pay the taxes, right? You don't got money to eat, but you pay the taxes. And the taxes, hey, can you fight the IRS? Most of you can't. I was just talking with a coworker today on a break, and we were talking about how people use the tax code. You know, people hate Trump, they hate this guy, they hate that guy. I was telling them something interesting that a lot of people don't realize is right out the gate, Trump and the and uh, the Clintons have their businesses done in the same address. The same company is running the paperwork, right? So a lot of times you can have an LLC and you don't manage somebody, you pay someone to manage your books, right? Hillary and Bill Clinton and Trump all have theirs in the same place in Delaware. You see thousands of people use this one business in this one location. That's good because it's not your personal address, right? Like my domain names, they're blocked. You can't see my address and my name. The average schnook, though, he goes on and gets a website, you know, Dumb with dummy dot dumb, and when you hover over the address, it tells you their name and address. <clears throat> Anonymity? Am I saying that right? Have this place, folks. But you know, there's there's just a lot of lessons people don't get. You know, it's um, and this is what I'm. Um, so we're gonna. This is my preamble for today is that a lot of people, they just they, they do whatever their parents did. You know, it's uh, if you've seen Fight Club, it's like so. I graduate high school. I tell my dad what now? He says go to college. So I graduate from college. He says what now? He says, get married. Get married. After the hunter, I called my dad. What now? He says, I don't know. I have kids. Get a master's degree. He's like, I realized I was doing all these things I didn't even like. Working a job I hate. And there's a famous part in there in the, in the scene. And he's like, they have you working jobs you hate to buy ish you don't need. And a lot of you, I was to at one point, I'm in honesty. We were walking down a path that was told to us by people who were trying, you know, it, it's, it's not our parents' fault in a lot of ways. Especially if your parents came from um, lower income or poverty or some kind of restricted background or from another country or even from another commonwealth like Puerto Rico. Well, it was important to my mother that I go to college. My father too, but, you know, at, at 17 years old, graduating high school, I was like, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to major in business management, and in 10 years I'm going to have $10 million in the bank of Ferrari and a Porsche. Now, I thought that, that was all going to be it. I thought it was literally that simple. I got to just go to college, get the paper, and I'm good to go. Man, folks, I still haven't graduated college. And I started in 1998, September of 1998. And I know a lot of you are going to be like, what are you doing? You should have finished your degree. You're wasting your time. That's money you could be making. So let me add, let me, we might even go off topic just to follow this bit. So let's do that. Let's talk about why I have not finished college. Let's let's do that, folks. Let's 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 go down this side. Let's we were talking about business lessons from the movie The Profession, which I think a lot of people call Leon now. So that was the main character, the protagonist, the anti-hero's name. Anti-hero, right? It's the big thing, right? He's a murderer, but he loves kids. He's a murderer, but he's just getting revenge. It's still murder. Whatever. Let me hop off my soapbox there. I will pass the plate around if you want to give donations. I think you actually can donate to my podcast. So if you have money and you're listening, and you want to, like, semi-sponsor me... uh cheap ploy to get your money.net let me stop I'm kidding but actually it is a feature but I don't think I've been a follower so you can ask we're gonna get there though folks watch we're gonna get there you know why because I'm honest and in a world where everyone's selling you BS I think there's enough of you out there that are gonna want to hear the truth from a regular guy who has kids and is trying and you know I've, I've been candid with you guys right I've messed up quite a bit I've not been as consistent as I need to be last week I think I only did one podcast but I think it was epic and it was just a lot to do and it's you know, the goal is two a week. Most weeks I'm getting my two. 
There's weeks I've recorded three, only posted one. In a, in a sense, it's I let life beat me up. We're not doing that in 2023. Like I said, it's I'm I'm strong right now, and I've been about a year and a half probably in my head, in my heart, and that's where most of you're gonna leave from, if not all of you. So we get off that soapbox. I did pass the plate around. Thank you for your donations. As I'm a 501c3, I will now uh, buy a buy a portion and say that it came from the congregation as a gift. And I'm joking, folks, but there's a uh, there's pastors that have these things. I mean, it's, give me another uh, tangent, real quick. I knew a guy who uh, knew a guy who his pastor started uh, started the MLM, and as the pastor of the church, everyone in the church just about signed up underneath him. So he started making so much money. And for those who have heard it before, I've talked about it. Look at my podcast about MLMs, most level marketing, Amway, Primerica, stuff like that. His license plate said, "Ask me how," I believe they said, or or show you how, something like that. But he had a network, and you heard me talk about it in my last podcast, right? Your network can be your net worth. And in this case, it was. Now, some people say, oh, that wasn't right. But you know what? If people trusted him, the money's in the trust, folks. Like I said, deals are done on golf courses. People got to trust the people they're talking to. They got to feel comfortable. They trusted him and turned him into a six, seven-figure earner. And if people got in early, they made money, too. Because in the most little market, you got to get as close to the top as possible. Now, you make money at the bottom, but then you become the top of your pyramid, let's say. And a lot of the newer ones, they're having a three-by-three matrix. You have to get three who get three. They have a two. So it's you, and then you get one who gets two. And then your other leg, you have one that gets two. Once your legs start producing, you make money. Now, the other way you can do it, I see one guy, he ran his leg down like 20 generations. Then he started building his other leg. Whereas most people want to do it, no, no, no. I'm going to do left leg, right leg. Then build the left leg's two, then the right leg's two, and try and do it that way. The point is you have to build your leg, folks. Now, you just have to know, are you someone who's going to be able to sell that? Can you push that? Do you really want to recruit people? Do you want to go through a thousand no's for one yes? Because that's what it's going to take. And most of you are not going to do it. I'm going to be honest with you. I know you're not. I don't like doing it. I can sell, folks. I can talk to people. I did a role play with one of my agents about a, oof, almost two weeks ago now. It was Friday. Well, Friday will be two weeks. And I opened the file. And I just had conversations with someone. And we were supposed to actually do it like she was going to be the client asking me questions. I was like, you know what? They're going to ask me all the hard questions. So I opened a file. Looked at the member's address, had a discussion with them about their address, their service history, the things they own, things they bought, what the weather was like, where they lived. I mean, I, I, I did about 20 minutes of, of ways that you can have a conversation, at least conversion. In fact, that was my tip of the night tonight when I was leaving some ages. I was like, conversation equals concern, conversion. What does that mean? It means that if you converse, they will convert. They will buy from you. But you have to be willing to ask. If you're not asking and you're not asking right, it's not going to work. So you have to know what you're doing. You have to know. So for me, my parents had sold me on the dream of going to college that it was a necessity. And, you know, being well-educated in private schools and whatnot, I thought I was right too. I guess the private school was better. It worked. I knew stuff. I was smart. I was a voracious reader. I was definitely intelligent. No, that's not my ego, folks. I, I read a, I've read a lot, folks, and I think a lot. And I honestly, I'm a very smart person, but I'm very stupid at the same time. I can be honest with you. I'm, I know I'm very well aware of who I am. And if you're not, you should try to figure out who you are. That's Let, me be, let that be your first lesson today. But, as I was saying, so I went to school, right? I did three years, lost my scholarship in the first year. Now, what I did get from college, I, I had some great friends, and I learned how the world works a lot of things. One of the best lessons I learned was the harshest, was that I incurred about, I don't know, let me see, eight times three... Plus the regular fees, 27. I don't know, about forty to $60,000 of debt. 
I think it was about 60, give or take. Between loans and interest. And remember, you can't you can't bank up out of those loans, folks. This is debt that you wouldn't. My uncle didn't pay off his college loans until he was in his 60s. He started in his 20s. You see? They're juicing you, folks. It's, it's like the mafia, right? You, you go to the loan shark. Not the loan shark, you go to the bookie. Oh, I got, I got, I got twenty on Philly. Okay, you're good. Blah blah blah. You lose. Now you took that money without paying any money, so now you got to pay him. Now you don't have the money, you got to pay him every week. So now you own the principal plus the vig. So I want my hundred dollars, but you don't have it. So I want five dollars plus three extra dollars every week until you pay me off. So now it's eight dollars. You miss a week, that gets added to the principal, and then I charge you interest on that. So you owe me 100 you missed next week. So now you owe me 108 plus the interest on that. So if it's 3%, let's say it's 10%, right? That's $18 you owe. Well, $10.80. You missed another week. So now the 108 becomes, well, let's just say 100 there, around up. But see, you keep adding money. For some of the school loans, you owe that money, folks. It's, you don't, unless you don't have debt because you got scholarships, your parents paid for you, you're stuck. So three years in, End up owing money, behavioral uh, probation, academic probation. Now, here's the funny part. I ended up in academic probation, right? Because I had a course I was taking. I was like, I'm going to fail this course. I cannot study enough to get ahead of this. It's, it was accounting like one. And the teacher was horrible. She knew accounting she couldn't teach. And grad, that's not her fault. So what I did is I said, I'm going to fail this one class and do excellent in my other five classes. I was taking 18 credits that semester at three credits a class. I said, dead this, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything else just right. I think I got like... Three A's and A minus, something like a B plus, something like that. Something crazy, but I got an F. Oh, you've been on behavior probation before. Not behavior, academic probation before. And, you know, you haven't measured numbers. I was like, I knew. I said, I tanked myself on purpose. They were like, what? My academic counselor, what are you talking about? I was like, there was no way I could pass that class with three weeks left. So I put everything I had into my papers, my other classes, my attendance. There was no point even going. I was going to fail regardless. And to them, that was ridiculous because, you know, no one's... <laughs> no one's a kamikaze pilot into their own degree but at this point I was also double majoring with a minor in photography business and religion because world religion intrigued me I actually went to class I actually did the homework I remember one time I was talking to girls and her family they're like oh but you're not in college you're just doing construction I said well I'm in college I'm going back I actually started like, really what do you say why are you studying religion I said well it's religion if you look at it it's just like history and if I do it just right I said, if I want to be a lawyer I said I can talk about the history of the world and other things and it's there's a lot of schools where you take your LSATs and you go, they like that because you you have a world view of things. They remember the girl at that point, I don't think she, I don't think we I don't think she understood me 100 percent because we were young, but her family was like, wow, so you want to be a lawyer? I was like, it's possible. I said at the moment, you know, I do construction. And when there's not a job, I work at the gap overnights and I go to school and I said I also read a lot. And they were like, oh wow. So of course, you know, then it's like, oh, so you oh, she wasn't dating a guy who was like a you know, a foreigner work construction that was born in the country and they weren't. But you know, a lot of times people can be very judgmental. So, you know, oh, it sounds like, oh, so he might become a lawyer? Oh, that's just, that's just wonderful. And look at all these cars trying to cut me off now because they didn't realize that two lanes become one. Oh, I love ignorance, folks. I love it. Oh, the depth of the sheer ignorance of man. So I've been watching True Detective the first season. Matthew McConaughey's character is just amazing with the dialogue. But, um, you know, I went to school with a plan that didn't work. Took a semester off. Did some renovation construction work. Went back to school. I went to this other school. My sister went to college in Rochelle after I've gone to Manhattanville College. And I did fantastic on the intro, you know, the test to get in, the written part. And I was like, what the? They were like, you know, I mean, they, you know, the guy who had to be my advice was like, you know, you might be a little, not that I was too smart, but 
they took in a, a lot of like hood rats, for lack of a better term. And I was smarter than half my teachers. The ones I wasn't smarter than, I was in class. Like, I took a class on hermeneutics, folks. Not even bother space. Just understand it's very hard. In my class, I think out of like 18 people, like two passed. The rest of us either failed or stopped going to college. I think I was failing, so I stopped going that semester of that class. I, I don't remember, guys. This was 2000, uh, 2001? 2002. This is December 2002. That's how long it was. It's February 2023. So give me a break. So like I was saying, it's, you know, it's, I went to that college too, took out loans while I was working. Did like two semesters, like, I'm just too tired, man. I can't keep doing all this. So I was working overnights, days, and going to college. And I was taking the cool part, I was taking two classes that were six credits each. So I was taking almost a full semester, which, you know, based on 15 credits was what I was doing in the past, minimum per term. You know, and that way you graduate in four years with 120 credits, right? Took out more loans, stopped going, went back to school. So these CLEP tests. So here's your second lesson. You want to Google CLEP, College Examination Program. They have tests you can take. Back then it was $75. So in four and a half hours and $225, I got 18 credits that boosted the job at that point for the Board of Education in New York or the Department of Education. Well, whatever. You get the point. It boosted my income. I went from, you know, it added like $130 per paycheck, something like that, after taxes. And I was living at home, but, you know, it's 25 Not trying to be in my mom's house no more. You know, you, at a certain point, you know, just... Like, I'm a man. I got to get out of this foolishness. So, look, why don't you Google CLEP? And when I come back, I'm going to talk about what else I, why else I don't think college is, you know, worth me finishing at this point in time. And why I am going to finish and why I'm going to finish. We'll be right back. So, I was talking about, folks, you want to Google CLEP, right? Well, your first lesson was learn who you are, right? Your second lesson is CLEP. College examination program. Princeton takes them. West Point takes them. Harvard takes them. Now, most colleges are going to let you transfer in a certain amount of credits. So, look at where you're going. You can transfer 30 to 60 credits. They do English, Spanish. Now, the Spanish, you, I think at that point, I had to get a 60 out of 80. And I got 12 credits. I got like a 53 or something like that. So I got six credits. Now, the English test I took, I think one was like world English. I forgot. I passed like a 51. Bare minimum, you have to get a 50 to pass, right? 50 out of 80. And these were all multiple choice exams, by the way. So it's multiple choice. And they have test guides. You can take like books to kind of give you practice questions. But think about it this way. Yeah. The economics textbooks I bought for Eco 101 was like $180. I got back like $37 that book. To take the class probably cost me another $300 a credit times three credits. That's another $900. Spend $1,000. If you take the test twice, you still spend less than $300. So that's a $700 savings minimum. But know your strengths. I barely passed the English one. I studied. I mean, they, they would give you like a sentence or three sentences from a book that could have been written anytime in the last 300 years. It was not easy for someone who wasn't new. Partially an English major, almost an English major who loved books. My last year in college, I read over 100 books in my free time. On top of my partying, weightlifting, and classes I actually went to. And jobs I tried to hold and got fired from two of them. Truth be told, truth be told. You know, it is what it is. So, like I was saying, you know, things get crazy. It is what it is. I learned my lesson in my 20s. Went back in my late 20s. Then my job started paying for classes. Because this was the only one. They had two weeks. We were getting, I think it was... Was it six credits in two weeks? I don't remember. Was it 14 credits? I forgot. It was something crazy, but I don't remember right now. But, you know, it's okay, so I'll go two weeks. Was it six credits? I don't, I don't know. We did something. I did, I think in like five, five summers, I did 30 credits. So it's probably, yeah, it's probably six credits a year. And I did them all special ed. I was working special at that time. So it was a smart plan. And, you know, get some extra credits. If I, if I you know, I was thinking I might become a teacher, I'll have stuff for there. 
I remember one, two or three of the proctors didn't like the fact that we were doing it. They like, it's not fair. I had spent all this time in those college 20 years ago. I've talked about 421 lady. I did a PowerPoint, and she accused me of, of cheating. She's like, there's no way you could have done something as professional. I was like, what are you talking about? I did like five of them in a row. I just showed Mike how to do them, and he did almost as good as I did. She's like, no. So she brings another laptop. That She's like, do it again here now. Like She's like, oh, it's Taylor. She got all snide. I was like, this has a different version of Windows and PowerPoint. The whole Microsoft suite is like three years newer. It's, everything's not in the same place. So it took me double, triple the time, which is probably like 15 minutes. I still created the PowerPoint just to go to the better than the last three I had. For the last project, everyone who sat at my table had to work together. Remember one of our teammates, she's like, no, we need to do it this way, we need to do it that way. I was like, look, look, stop. I said, look at mine. Go through every slide with the sound on and all the special effects. And then, you know, I mean, she was a hater. It wasn't a hater, but... She just didn't think the mom was going to read When she actually saw it, and she went through it, all the features, and yes, my teeth that shh, because I got the space in them. Took my braces off too soon. I was an idiot. Sorry, Mom. She's like, oh, yeah, we're using that one. There's certain things I'm good at. When I'm good at something, I try to be even better at it. It's a good habit to be in, folks. You should be pushing the envelope. You know, they ever seen The Dark Knight? And, oh, if you should kill the Batman, why would you do that? Well, my dad said, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. Well, the flip side to that, too, is you don't do it for free, and you make sure you get better at it. If you're going to be an assassin, you want to be like the, the mechanic. You want to be able to kill them in the pool with no one seeing you. You don't want to just be able to shoot somebody in the head. You know, you don't want to, you know, unless you're trying to make a statement, you don't shoot somebody in front of other people and go down. You know, you don't want to shoot them and drop the gun and just stand there. You know, you've seen Godfather, leave the gun and take the cannolis. He said, when you fight in the gun, there'll be no silence. It'll be loud. It's going to scare most people away. As you walk out, put your gun down to your side and drop it. No one will see it. You got the special tape around the handle. Whatever. Do your own homework. But we'll do Godfather business lessons eventually too, but. There's money to be saved, folks. So I started saving money, right? Stop paying for stuff. So at this point in my life, folks, I have almost 170 college credits. Well, why aren't you graduating? It's 120. To go back to my original university, folks, as a part-time student, even though I don't live in the state, if they do allow me to do all this post-COVID stuff, I'm going to have to spend like 20 grand. I still have to spend another year because they're not going to take all the credits I have. Remember, I've got 18 credits in CLEP. I've got 30 in uh, University in Puerto Rico. That's what they did the classes Almost like Zoom, but like 20, you know, 12 years ago version, right? Which is normal now, it wasn't then. This was a pilot program. So I got 30 there, I got 18 here, I got 84 in another college, and I got 59. Roughly 59? I forgot, no. I got something like 50. Let's say I got 59 credits in College New Rochelle and Clip. I got 84 in Manhattanville. And I got 30 at University of Arts Rubble. So I said 30 plus 59, right? So that's 89 and 84. Right? So that puts me in 173 credits. But when I condense them all into one school, they're not going to take more than 60 to 90 if I'm lucky. So half that's going to be for nothing. As far as I'm still going to spend a year to two years at one college. That's not that bad, Tony. Just do it. Just go back to your other college and take out the loans. Why am I going to create debt when I can create equity? If I can build up my time by spending money on my podcast and buying better equipment for that, it's a better deal. There's smarter things to do. I need to make moves. Like one of my, one of someone right having, having friends and connections. One of my friends uh, might be able to get me a mic for this recording. Shout out to D. Thanks, bro. That's a great offer. Even the fact that he's been trying to help me out. It doesn't cost him anything. But you know, we look out for each other. We always have. Like I said, I was his manager. Helped him become a manager. We don't work together anymore, but we're still in contact. You know what I'm saying? I consider that one of my friends. And like I said, a good connection, you know, because we're going to. If we have opportunities, we try to look out for you. Always have, you know. It's been, you know. I went to sales. He stayed in Pablo. I left. I went from Pablo to other stuff, and you guys went to Pablo, whatever. But I left different departments, kept moving around after I got him into management. And he did ninety nine percent work himself. Not that he didn't, 
when I knew he was climbing, I made sure I gave him good pointers, and I made sure that I talked them up to my boss. Because that's another thing too. You got to give recommendations, right? This is something one of my mentors told me. So when you take the interview, it should be a foregone conclusion. It should just be a formality, because the position should be yours. It should be a foregone conclusion. Foregone conclusion, whatever you say. But you know, it's how it is. But for me to go back to school now, folks, I have to spend. Even if I get scholarships, because I have a family, right? I'm still gonna have to take on money, right? And I think if I'm not right, if I'm not wrong, I might have to count some of that money as income. Because it'll be loans I'm taking out to pay for stuff. And if there's a surplus, let's say I take out eight grand, but I don't need six. And it's two grand, like he's like my uh, my cousin used to take out money to pay for his, his uh, metro car, just how to you know, get on the train in New York, pay for his glasses, his textbook, and maybe some lunch money. I don't know if that's going to count as income now that I'm in Florida, plus I have kids, plus I have a bill. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if I want to work all that. There's options, though. And that's what we're going to talk about the last part. We're going to come back to one more part is why I do want to finish my degree. All right, folks, we're here with the final part of why I don't want to go back to college. But here we're going to do the flip side. I don't know why I do want to go back. There's two reasons I want to go back. The first is I want to finish what I started for myself. You know, it's, I, I started this thing and I haven't finished. And I see a lot of jobs that want a bachelor's degree. I think I told for my brother applied for a job and they called. They're like, are you a licensed RN? Because he's working in medical sales. They're like, no. But you got a bachelor's right? He's like, no. They're like, you can't even apply. You're, you know, you're, you're, your application is denied automatically. And this is a couple of years ago. Now he's back in college. He's doing his thing. But... In my 40s, do I want to go back to school with a bunch of 20-year-olds? And here's another thing. If they're going to care about my attendance as opposed to my being able to complete the work, that's BS to me, folks. I don't have time for that. If I can do all the coursework in a week, it shouldn't matter. If I can demonstrate I understand the material and I master the material at a B or A level, grade, you know, A, A B, C, D, E, F, right? Well, C, D, F. If I can be an A or B and demonstrate that clearly to you, what does it matter? I shouldn't have to show up and sit in a room with a bunch of strangers and hope I learn something through the Socratic method or blah, 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 blah. My Socratic method is strong. Even in my job, we do something similar. You know, it's, uh, it's called engage training, but the reason you want to ask questions is people are going to, you get people better, better buying. Plus, like I ever seen boys once all the time, if you were drowning, I threw you a, lo- a life preserve, a life raft, uh, a life jacket. Would you take it? Yes, good. Buy a hundred shares. You know, ask them yes questions. Ask them guaranteed yes questions, you know? Are you breathing? Yeah, good. Here, buy two sales. Buy two copies. You know, whatever. This, this is the point. You get the point. It's, you got to get moving. You know, it's, I want to finish it because I started it. And because, you know, people are so obsessed you have a degree, I'm not going to get one. Funny thing is now, in the last five or six years, I've seen a lot of places they want the experience. Because they're like, the degrees don't really mean much. So you're seeing a dynamic change if you look around, folks. Don't listen to your parents. They love you, but they're thinking what's best for you, not what's best for you. Does that make sense? They're trying to make sure you're safe. And that's their job, but it's not going to work a lot of times. I know so many people in the education field that did not get into education to educate. They just paid the bills, paid for their degree, advancement, summers off, great dental. Wouldn't it be better for a teacher who wanted to teach, teach? <laughs> As we were looking to zone in for, you know, six months and zone out for the rest of the time. I mean, they're going to get the job, then they get the job. But I'm just saying, it's whatever, that's my own opinion, but... I want to go back just to finish. I think it's good. But here's another reason I want to go back. And I've talked about this before. I wanted to go back so my son see daddy finishes what he starts. It's a big deal to me. I talked about it. You know, my, when I did my first book, I told my son, look, daddy's going to write a book. It's going to be on there forever. People buy physical digital copies. And daddy's going to do by his birthday. Now, <clears throat> this is 2019. Not even. This was 20. Yeah, it was 2019. The kid's what? Three years old and three months, give or take. You know, he's young. He don't know what daddy's talking about. But he's seen it. Then I get a physical copy of something. Look, Daddy wrote this book. As long as Amazon exists, Daddy's book will be on here forever to make money. 
<clears throat> now, of course, I'll have to set up so any sales go to the estate or something or figure something out in perpetuity for when I'm gone. But right now, the money, if I get money, goes right to my checking account. Every month or whatever, every quarter, Amazon sends my money, there you go. For action I created once. I want my son to see that I'm telling you, you need to go to school, at least for, you know, I finish high school. Because I look at what I did. I think it was, um, yeah, it was Pretty Woman, Richard Gere, and Julia Roberts. And one point she's talking about school, she's like, so you're pretty smart, huh? He was like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, so how far did you go in school? Well, she had dropped down like high school or eighth grade or something. He's like, I went all the way. She's like, oh. And she realized that's why he has all this money and all this power and all these connections, why he's smart. Because he didn't stop at high school. He went all the way. You know, he bastards, bachelors, blah, blah, blah. Maybe a PhD. I don't think he had a PhD in the movie, but watch. It's an interesting movie. You know, it's a... Uh, it's an antiquated love story. But um, what he did was he bought companies and ripped them apart afterwards and sold them for value. That'd be like me buying a used car and selling you the engine, you the transmission, selling you the tires, selling you the airbags, but on a multiple million dollar deal. So a hundred million dollar deal. I turn around, rip it to pieces and sell it for 180. I keep the 80, recoup my hundred. Just give you round numbers, but... I need to finish my degree for no reason. It's not going to benefit me at all, except for an immense feeling of satisfaction and possibly a few more jobs. Folks, I get Indeed requests like every two minutes. And, you know, people ask me why I stay where I stay, and I say, you know what? I like where I'm at. I like what I do. I've invested time. And there's a lot going on in my life when you start jumping shit and starting from scratch, folks. You have to know why you're at. So this, let's make this a, a last point that's irrelevant, but... You can't go, I've talked this before, like, you know, like motivation. You can't go to your job and be like, I hate this place, but don't leave because you're vacation. You can't. It's, you're going to rip yourself up. Be honest with yourself. If you're going to stay because you like your eight weeks of vacation and your dental plan, stop itching and moaning and get a little better at your job. 10% more effort will change your world problem. See, if I get a degree right now in my current job, it's going to mean nothing. And most of the jobs that are requesting my resume or that I've interviewed in for like the last, I don't know, seven years it, it might sound nice but <clears throat> excuse me what is the degree going to do for me what is it going to do for that company it's not going to do a thing you know it's what do you need a degree for folks I'm going to tell you you need to be a doctor lawyer accountant um, doctor lawyer accountant physicist scientist now if you ever seen um Goodwill Hunting, he had an, I think, called an eidetic memory. Everything he read, he memorized and comprehend. I think the comprehension is not probably eidetic, but basically he knew stuff, right? And he was also kind of slick, so he was able to put stuff together with his brain. You know, like, like, cobble together some theory, stay out of jail, make somebody look stupid, but also understand the material, not just duplicate it. But, you know, you could, in theory, you could become a doctor off the books in YouTube videos. In theory, you can learn almost anything. You know, if, if, I understand the human body and how everything works. In theory, I could probably do almost anything that a doctor could do with enough studying. Now, I'm not trying to be smart about it, but I'm saying anyone, realistically, if you studied enough of anything, you can do just about anything. Could you be a nuclear physicist? Possibly. Are you willing to put into the work, though? Are you going to see other mentors? Is it easier for you to do college? Is it even legal for you not to? You can't practice medicine just about anywhere in the world without a license. And anyway, you can, you're probably by yourself, so you're going to have no choice. So for my preppers out there, buy the books. There's books that teach you how to do all kinds of stuff. 
If you ever seen Robin Hood, um, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman delivers this woman's baby like he would a horse. He feels the stories together. The baby's turned upside down. It's what you call like a breech birth. And if it had come out feet first, it would have likely cut off circulation of the brain because the umbilical was wrapped around the neck. They're like, no, I'm not letting this Moor do this. And he's what he's doing. And he's talking about horses. And, you know, everyone's you know, racial tendencies and religious, racial, religious differences. And they're like, oh, no, no. He's like, it'll work. I can do this. Long story short, he delivers the baby. Mother and baby are okay. But to apply knowledge from sector A and put it in sector B and save lives. So say that's this, folks. Know who you are. Know what you want. And know why you're doing something. I know why I'm not going back to college right now. It's not smart. If I'm going to push this, folks, after this year, if the podcast starts going right, and the, the YouTube videos and everything else, and yes, I have to start putting up longer videos. They're actually 12-minute videos longer. You know, instead of these uh, shorts, as YouTube likes to call them, I also have videos that are explaining stuff in depth. I'm reviewing my tech pack that I've discussed on here. I'm providing options for you, folks. I want you to understand how I do things. So go on uh, Change in Advance on YouTube and get that a view. Hook me up. But college is a valuable tool when it's useful. If you're just going because somebody told you to go, it's a mistake. Remember, your parents might love you and they mean the best for you. But I've told you before, I can be a helicopter parent, right? I can, I can be that guy sometimes. I'm worried about you know, my kid doesn't think going to hurt himself. I don't want him jumping off of certain things in the parks. It scares me. I'm reacting out of fear, not leadership. And that's not going to help my kid if I'm not doing it right. Now, there's, you know, you don't jump off a plane, off, jump off a roof thinking you have a plane because you put some carbon on your arms as wings. Of course, but, you know, you just got to be careful, folks. I was talking about the bully, right? I handled that a certain way, and it worked. That parent's talking to me every day now. One of them. And the other kid, he stands in the middle of the street, a truck at the stop, he's just standing there thinking he's cool. I'm like, this is not the place where, you're, you know, where you ride your bike in front of your apartment. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame what's happening to kids nowadays, folks. You have to be an active parent. And part of this by doing what I'm saying, leading by example. I will show my kids I'm going to finish this because daddy paid for something, he's going to finish it. Oh, and by the way, here's another reason why I don't want to go back. My wife, between the two of us, owed about 100 or down to about 40. Six figures, folks. And some of the credits helped us, but put it this way. In the job we both worked, the way it worked, if we got to 90 credits each and two years of steady employment was coming, like two straight years, we would have made 30000 base, not counting overtime and summer pay, right? And the people with the bachelors only make two grand more divided by two checks a month times 12 months. We only got paid on the first and 15th. So $2,000 before taxes divided by 24 checks. Was it worth the debt to go into to get the extra credits? Now, my job was paying for 18 credits a year, no matter what, basically. Plus, you take a couple of CLEP tests. Now you're at 30 in the first year. You see what I'm saying? It, there's, there's a way to do things that makes sense. But you have to look at what you want, what you need. You, you know, it's, it's almost like... um. Like I tell my agent, your son, you, you, you have to have your pitch house to speak to that person. What's their main concern? Do they want peace of mind or are they worry about the money? If they worry about the money, sell them the cheaper product. If they want peace of mind, sell them the bigger product. I gave me an example. So, hey, you're from New York? You got kids? Yeah, me too. But, oh, man. I'm like, let me tell you about this plan. This is why you need this. Like, my kids suck a Barbie down the toilet the other day. I signed up for the plan Monday. The guy came out Tuesday. I gave him 100 bucks. He pulled the Barbie out from deep. When I was in New York, I knew a guy. He was charging two hundred dollars to come out the same night. I paid a hundred bucks, and now I got all my plans covered for another fifty dollars a month. That's like one cup of Starbucks a day. I gave him a real life example. There's a cat jumping on my car. Oh, sorry. This cat's paws got my car and it ruined the paint. Cat thinks they're slick. Sorry, you get a tangent because you get a car catch. Your problem. But say you can create an example. You convert, right? 
So my conversation with my son's going to be something like this. Daddy did. If I can do it, you can do it. You're smarter than I am. And that's how I'm going to convert them to being smart. Now, if they don't want to go to college, as long as they have a business or they get a really good job, go for it. There's certain jobs computers are not going to be able to do. You know, if they want to, you know, follow your heart, but be smart. I ain't paying your rent forever. Know who you are, folks. Know what you want to do. For you younger listeners, don't go back as your parents told you. Don't don't just do what everyone else does. For you older guys over 40, over 50, maybe you didn't get that job, you don't have a diploma. Do you want to go into debt for that job? Here's another tip for those of you. There's a, I think it's called a 529 here in Florida. There's different ones. You can actually put money aside ahead of time for your kid's education. So basically a 529, I think the way it works for, just to give you an example more or less. Generic version, I put in $16,000 now. When my son's college age, he can go for five years anywhere in state or city and it'll pay for the tuition and probably, let's say, room and board. Maybe it's 20 for the room and board. Not just pay for the books in the school, right? It's pre-funded. I don't worry about saving money later. It's pre-funded now. Taking care of the state is the custodian of that money, assuming you trust the state. But assuming inflation, assuming that's like eight grand a year now for five years, that's 40 grand. I'm paying 16 now because I paid in advance. I saved money. My kid's future is protected if I wanted to go that route. So there's ways you can actually save and pay for your kid. You can do monthly payments up front. Maybe you just put your tax returns every year. Maybe if somebody get a commission check, you put it in there. Maybe if somebody get a quarterly bonus, you put it in there. You have options, folks. But what you need to understand, too, is that you don't necessarily get that money back. If the kid doesn't use it, what options do you have? Can you transfer to another family member? Hey, Bob, I see your kid wants to go to school and you don't have money. I'll pay for your kid to go to school and you got to give me back cash or labor. Hey, give me that boat. The down payment and me 200 bucks a month you pay me off. What do you want to do? Let's put it on paper. You can work that out. Now, be careful. Money and friends don't mix. Money and family don't mix you either. But you see what I'm saying? You got to know what the limits are within your plan. Some places will let you put the money for you. Now you're retired. Your kid didn't want to go to school. He joins the army. He becomes an MP. He's flying the world. He's happy. It's a bride in Singapore. You go back to school and become a ceramics major. I don't know. But is that even an option? You need to know. Make your decision smart. And that's my Folex, AK and Victor banging. You hear that? I don't know. Had this watch my bag because I was Monday, wore a different one. Put on my G-Shock today and it's dead. But I got it for Father's Day in 2016, 2017, so it lasted a while. I'm going to go inside, folks. I'm done with work. It's almost 10 o'clock. I want to spend time with my wife. My kids should probably be asleep, hopefully. I'm in the parking lot giving you your car cast. But remember, folks, college is a choice. It's not a necessity. There's a lot of jobs if you get the Six Sigma. You know, some of that stuff, uh... You're good to go. If you can get a certification and cover the same ground, you're good to go. Maybe one more example if I go. My best friend in New York, um, there's two ways. You can get a degree for administration for schools, like a principal degree, or you can get a certification, a certification, a certificate. Certificate was less time and less money, so that's what he did. And it counts just the same to get the same job. Look for your options. Listen, folks, I was saying CLEP. Look at the CLEP. C-L-E-P. Save money. Save time. Be smart. Tony at ChangeInAdvance.com. ChangeInAdvance.com is a blog. Reviews of fitness stuff, LandScientist.com. I had some issue with domain name, but it'll be back up in a day or two. The direction's not there, but the domain is paid for. See, you got to understand the steps. And I, I was slacking, folks. Like I said, this, I'm experiencing full out now from the two, three years I was first trying to get everything running here and then not updating credit cards. It's stupid little stuff. So write a list of all the steps for your business, too. Let's throw that in the last little tangent lesson. If you're running a blog, if you're running this, you're running that, what does it cost to maintain it? These podcasts should be going up on Chain in Advance 
blog soon, but I'm trying to figure out how to work it with WordPress because they don't want to grandfather in old ones. I'm going to put in new ones, but I don't have a new account. I have an old account. So I've had this podcast now going on four years. There's knowledge out there, folks. If you don't want to hear mine, hear someone else's. Step yourself up, right? You have no excuse. It's 2023. You can throw almost anything on YouTube. Oh, my YouTube's changed in advance. My Twitter's changed in advance. You want to go on my Instagram? It's Pedagogy the Fresh. If you want to see my other Instagrams, you can message me and I'll give you more information. Peace.